Welcome to the Schoolio Podcast. This is episode nine. Today, we're talking about holidays, holidays and homeschool. Should you take a break for the holidays? And if you do take a break, how long of a break should you take? Should your kids just watch TV the entire time? Or what sort of fun structured activities can you do with your children during the holiday season to keep their learning on track? Well, today we're going to find out. I'm really excited because Lindsay Castleman is back on the podcast today, joining us to help us find wonderful ways to have a wonderful holiday season. Three, two, one, zero, zero, and liftoff. Hey, Mommy, look, it's the Schoolio Podcast. Welcome to the Schoolio Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Davis. Homeschooling might feel like uncharted territory. And you might feel a little terrified, but you don't have to. Because Schoolio is here to help you and your child be successful on this brand new journey. It's our mission to bring you the best content, tips, tricks, and so much more. We'll be interviewing award-winning experts to help you have the best school year yet. Whatever you need, we're here to help. Thank you for choosing Schoolio. Nice to be in orbit. Homeschooling in the holidays. What does it look like? Well, today we're going to find out. Let's welcome back Lindsay Castleman to the Schoolio podcast. Welcome back, Lindsay. Thanks for having me back. Of course, we love having you on the show. All right, let's jump right in. So, you know lots of homeschool families. I know lots of homeschool families, but do you know any homeschool families that homeschool all the way through the holidays? Um, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> the holidays are such a busy time. Yeah. Pretty much everyone I know takes some sort of break over the holidays for sure. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't actually know of any people either that are just like, let's uh <laughs> let's do school and like takes like maybe like one or two days off, like right around Christmas. I'm like, no, like what? No, That's no. That's not normal. That's <laughs> not normal. Oh, <laughs> I could not handle it. Mm-mm. Christmas, like the holidays are overwhelming enough on their own I know. without having homeschool in there. I know. So how long would you say the average homeschool holiday break is or should be? Um, I think a lot of people sort of follow the school schedule and do that like two weeks, like the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's off. We have always taken way more because even when my kids were in school, I thought that that was way too short of a holiday yeah Yeah. so we take most of December off right okay because I was just (laughs) actually gonna I was actually gonna say so I was doing some research on what other homeschoolers do around Christmas time it's never actually been something that I've really wondered about because I just assumed that people took a break Uh, But there's this one family and they actually take the entire month of December off and they focus completely on Christmas activities like baking and making crafts and doing all of those sort of things and spending time together and playing games. So you would say that if if a homeschool family wanted to take an entire month off of December uh, to do that, you would say that's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, like, that's the beauty of homeschool is that you can take a break whenever you want. And it used to drive me crazy when the school went like right up until Christmas, Mm -hmm. you know, some years, 
Christmas, like if Christmas falls on a Monday or Tuesday, they go to school right up until the end. And it's like, that is all the best time. Like the fun part is before Christmas, right? All the like anticipation and build up and and all like the work as the adult, you know, the wrapping and the shopping and the baking and all of it is front end loaded. So like, that's, that's the time to take your break. Right. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I think a longer break is, is always good. Uh, whatever, whatever subject is your battle subject, just put it away and, yes. you know, yeah. write Christmas cards or make a craft or bake together. Yeah. You know, that's you what, know what Christmas it- is all about, right? Family and, and that like bond. There's so much you can throw into it as well. If you're like, oh, well, I want my kids to still be practicing their skills, like their handwriting skills. So do Christmas cards. Writing Christmas cards is one way to completely practice their skill and help them and also teach them about giving gifts to other people. For sure. Or baking cookies. Baking cookies is measurements and math. And there's just so many things that you can learn through doing these activities. Like you said, all the life learning. So much life learning. 2020 has just been a year of life lessons. So many life lessons. And we like to focus on at Christmas time, like our, the educational aspect is more like the Christmas or the holiday unit, right? Where we try to incorporate a little bit about what do other people do besides Christmas, which is what we celebrate, right? And a little bit of that like cultural experience. Yeah, it's so, so good. And the Winter Celebrations series is incredible. For those of you that don't know, Lindsay is actually the author of the Winter Celebrations series, and it's awesome. It's just so packed with incredible resources for your kids to learn about different celebrations around the world because I mean ultimately you know everything is so like Christmas 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 like focus on Christmas but this takes a deeper look at other celebrations in other cultures and it's just amazing so Lindsay what made you decide to jump into all of the different cultural celebrations versus just a traditional Christmas unit for our Schoolio fans out there? Um, I think it's just, you know, like all of the Schoolio curriculum, we strive for inclusiveness and diversity. And it's, you know, there's a lot more out there culturally in the great wide world and in Canada than just the Christian holidays that are sort of the focus. Mm -hmm. So I think it's uh, great for kids, like if they celebrate a different holiday to see themselves represented in their schoolwork and for other kids to learn about, you know, holidays that maybe aren't as mainstream in the media and stuff like that. There's not a lot of opportunity for them to learn about it. Yeah. It's, it's so good really. Like, cause you don't, you know, like Christmas is so advertised. Like it's just so mm-hmm. advertised, like commercials and everywhere you look, it's Christmas. Like you go into Walmart and it's like they have a huge Christmas section but there's no like there's no Hanukkah section or you know Diwali section or Lunar New Year section like there's nothing like that and so it's just so good that you're bringing it up like you're bringing up those holidays and those traditions and those celebrations and helping kids learn that it's there's so much more than just Christmas. It was it was fun doing the research and I learned so much when I was writing it (laughs) and it's it was funny because some of the 
um, activities and crafts and, and stuff like that were harder to find because they're not um, as mainstream, I guess. And but Pinterest is like packed with Christmas stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> so many, how, yeah, absolutely. so many Christmas things. And then when I was writing the Christmas unit in the series, I wanted like a media source that was just like explained the origins of Christmas, yeah, like I had for all the other holidays. And there was nothing, I couldn't find any like videos that were just like in case you don't know, this is what Christmas is, because it doesn't matter if you celebrate like Hanukkah or Diwali or whatever, you will know what Christmas is because yeah. it's just so in your face all the time, right? And I loved like the facts that you came up with because it's just so like things like the candy cane, like I had no idea about that candy cane fact, like why there was a candy cane. Like I just thought that was the coolest thing because I'm, it's just, it's not something you talk about, right? Like it's just like, oh, well, Christmas yeah. is this and etc cetera, etc cetera. like but why is there a candy cane like why is that involved with christmas so it's so cool why is it you... shaped like a hook <laughs> yeah it's so cool that you came up with um that content for even the christmas section because it's just so there's just so much diversity in all of this the content that you came up with and then when it came to the christmas section it wasn't just so like you know it wasn't like boring traditional christmas it was like you came up with these cool facts and like I just love it. You did such a great job. So how can our homeschool families utilize the winter celebrations around the world series for their homeschool? Um, there's lots of ways you can use it. So each unit is a different holiday. Um, and it has like a, a, I guess, like a social studies aspect to the lesson. It tells you all about the origins of the holiday and what are some ways it's celebrated. And then each unit has, um, so you get, you get a couple maps with it. So each kid who celebrates a different holiday is from a different part of Canada and their ancestors are from a different part of the world. So your kids can do um, like a little bit of mapping, can, the Canada map and the world map. And then each unit has a activity, a recipe and an art project. So for us, because we like to take a nice long break, um, but I still want them doing something educational, we do pretty much just the, the Christmas unit and we are turning each holiday into a week. So day one, I read the lesson aloud and they discuss and we watch a little bit of the media, um, you know, dig in on anything they have questions about. We we can do a little research and learn more about. Mm -hmm. um, and then they do their mapping. And then day two is going to be the activity. Day three, the recipe. Day four, the art. And we take Fridays off. Okay. <laughs> and that's how we do it. So when it's like, it's six, six holidays, it's six like week long units, if that's yeah. what you want it to be. The other thing it. you could do is you could, you could just like jam pack it all into one or two days and then take the rest of your whole week off. Cause it would That's like, it would be a very full day if you did like the lesson and the mapping and maybe the activity in the morning. Right. And then after lunch, you did baking and a craft. That'd be a full day, but then you'd have done the whole unit in one day. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever works for your family, you want the whole day plan because mm -hmm. maybe you have like shopping and errands and wrapping and all this other stuff to do on other days. Mm -hmm. You could, make it like a, a full day, one day or two half days or 
four mornings, whatever you want. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So say somebody got the World Celebrations Unit series and they finished it. So their kids finished it already. And they don't necessarily want to jump right back into any form of school right now because they want to utilize a break, but they still want to keep their kids slightly on an educational trail. What would you suggest for them? Like what activities would you suggest to help them continue to build their skills with school, but also enjoy that break that is so needed in that household? I love building activities. So like the Lego, the blocks, uh, like the Minecraft, mm-hmm. whatever. Like I, I love when the kids are building things and snow forts. We got these like um, cubes from Dollarama that make uh, yeah. the snow into like yeah. perfect bricks. Have you seen those? Yeah, they're the kids awesome. love them. They're building a huge wall. All right. So hopefully I don't sound crazy here and I'm hoping that some other parents out there can relate, but crafts, And baking, like all of the Christmas baking, is really stressful for me. So what do you think someone should do to keep it fun and cool and calm and not so stressful to just be chill? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to tell you a confession. I hate crafts. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) I hate crafting. It's so messy. And what do you do with these things after they're done with them? They always want to keep them forever. (laughs) They find out. (laughs) They want to keep it forever. Oh, yeah. No, I feel you. I am not, we're not big on the crafts. I like crafts that we can then like gift to people because that's like a two and two for one. Yeah. So we did, um, we did air dry clay ornaments this year. So this was like a multi-day activity because we had to like roll out the clay and use the cookie cutters to cut them out. And then they had to air dry and then we had to sand them and then we had to paint them. And then we had to gloss like some sort of gloss stuff on them. (laughs) And then we had to wrap them. So it was um, a bigger undertaking than I was expecting it to be, but it was, you know, a gift and a craft in one. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was a good, that was a win. We watch a lot of Christmas movies. You can make Christmas movies educational, man. All it takes is a discussion, right? For sure. Yeah. Watch the original Rudolph and then talk to your kids about feminism. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many like terrible lines in that movie. (laughs) So So old. There's a lot of like, um, opportunities to talk about character development you know and morals and and someone's behavior and have them talk about what they thought about that behavior because that's how sort of the storyline of a lot of Christmas movies right like Mm -hmm. yeah oh and sorry completely going backwards to the whole craft discussion um I actually found these awesome craft kits at Michael's and pro tip if you want to have your kids do crafts and have little gifts for their friends or you know your grandma or whatever get these little craft kits they're so cool and it's such easy cleanup like that's what we do and it's it's amazing it's a game changer that's awesome and art is is learning art is educational you know Mm -hmm. anything that they're like that's tactile that they're doing with their hands sensory or like building or putting things together or like being creative working with colors 
is great for their little brains. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are good. The worst is when you tell your kids to just like make whatever they want with the craft craft cupboard or craft craft drawer or whatever, wherever you keep your craft stuff. There's stuff everywhere. So given the fact that we are going through our first holiday season with COVID-19 hanging out with us, a lot of families are not able to go see their grandparents or have family get-togethers and family dinners and those things that a lot of people look forward to. What do you think they should do during this time? It's, it's more of a quiet time for them. What, what does that look like for our homeschooling families with their holiday season? Yeah, it's hard. I think for us, we had to um, find little things that before COVID shutdowns were not a big deal and make them a big deal. You know, we, we made pizza night once a week. We like made it an event, you know, every Friday we eat pizza in front of the TV and watch the new Mandalorian because it releases on Fridays. And that's not a thing that would have been a big deal before, but now to look forward to. Baking has always been something that like just happens around the house spontaneously more or less, but I turned, I turned Thursdays into baking day. So it's like the kids have something to look forward to because on Thursday we're going to bake and it just sort of breaks up that monotony of we're at home doing the same routine every day. Yeah. So I think like you need to find, find little little ways like that set this Saturday is going to be a special movie night we're going to make popcorn we're going to watch the Grinch and nobody's allowed to watch it beforehand this is the day yeah sort of thing. that's great I love how it's it's really just a matter of teaching the kids to enjoy the little things to look forward to the little things in life Need to be bored and entertain themselves a little more you know I think that kids are sort of generally overscheduled yeah. for the most part. Um, and that's, there's tons of, of science to support that being bored is good for the brain, you know, it's, and it's good for them to just be bored sometimes. So yeah. that's one thing that, that we have had lots of with COVID is boredom. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, finding ways to entertain yourself. There's not always something going on. And I think that's an important skill for kids as well. Like this is going to be a Christmas we remember, the the Christmas that it was just us, right? And there was no entertaining and there was no holiday rush, right? I think yeah. it's going to be memorable. Yeah, because I mean, how many Christmases do you actually remember? Because I don't know, all of the Christmases, they just kind of blend into each other because it's like, stress, 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 stress. Like you got to get this done. You got to go here to this person's house and you got to go to this house and you got to go to, so it's just nice to have that simplicity. So I just want to say thank you, Lindsay, for coming on the show today. I want to thank you for coming up with the amazing winter celebrations around the world unit that you wrote. It's absolutely incredible. Really fun, (laughs) fun to write and interesting. And I learned so much about it. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast as much as Lindsay and I enjoyed making it for you. 
We also hope that you have an awesome holiday season and honestly, like pick up your winter celebrations series by Schoolio because it's awesome and your kids are going to love it. And I, I really do think that you are also because it's really fun to learn about different celebrations and traditions. Thank you for listening to the podcast today and I look forward to sharing another great podcast with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Schoolio podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Hey, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the Schoolio podcast so you never miss a fresh episode. It's as simple as going to your favorite podcast streaming app and clicking subscribe. Once you've subscribed, we would absolutely love if you could leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if we're helping. Let us know if you have a topic idea. If you leave a review and we read it on the show, you'll be entered in to win a prize from Schoolio. Oh, and I almost forgot. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Schoolio. 